When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mm-mm-mm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. You know, times are tough out there at the moment. It's always nice to get a bit bit of extra pocket money. Always nice to get a bit you can spend on yourself or nice things. You know, I always need to be kept in hummus. And so I've decided that there has never been a better time to launch a new career. And I've been thinking, what, what should I do for a bit of extra cash? And you know what? There has never been a better time, actually, to become an OnlyFans creator. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Olivia Rodrigo and Traitor on Wizard Radio. Good afternoon. Hello, it's Alec Feldman. How are you? Are you okay? Have you had a lovely week? I really hope so. I really hope so. All is good with me. I have nothing particularly exciting to report. Uh, last week's show was done from the top of a chest of drawers. This week we've upgraded and we're actually on a, a fold-out desk, which isn't mine. It's borrowed, but that is progress. I can actually put my legs under this one. and I'm permanently turned slightly to the side. So I'm very happy with this this setup. Can you can you tell the difference? Can you can hear it, can't you? Yeah, yeah, I thought you could. On the show this afternoon. I'm live until five o'clock, as per. I've heard the weirdest excuse I've ever heard in my life for someone not to make plans. Maybe they're swerving me, or maybe it's it's genuine. I think it's genuine. I want to share that with you in a little while. Also want to further discuss this this OnlyFans thing in a bit, because that's just a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Also on the way, phone boxes. Yet another update on that bloody alpaca. Still, still, still going. <laughs> I'll update you on what's going on in that saga before the end of the show. Also, I need to tell you, it's almost a horror story, this. The most terrifying thing that's happened to me in some time... I will tell you what that was at about 25 past four this afternoon. So don't move. You will want to hear that very, very scary story. Also, I've got a game for you. This was kind of inspired by something I saw on Twitter. You know, you know, trains have doors and there's always a sound that they make before the doors close. Can you guess the city by the sound of the train doors? No, probably not, but we're going to put you to the test in a game called Guess the Metro! That's at ten past four for all you train lovers out there. And all the usual stuff as well. 60 Second Guide is on the way. Our game, What's Going On, that we play every Saturday afternoon. That kicks off at five to four. I've got music coming up from Lizzo, that new Lizzo song. And Baby Queen, and I'll play you that new Ed Sheeran song that came out in the week as well. All of that is to look forward to before the end of the show. 
So I hope you can hang out with me. And if you can't, don't worry about it. There's a podcast you can catch up. So there are literally no excuses not to hear every single second of this show. None whatsoever. Now we've established that. Uh, let's get things going. And I like to begin the show every week just by telling you where my head's at. Telling you what I'm liking, what I'm not liking in the world this week. So let's do the worst and best things in the world this week. Beginning, as ever, with a nice bit of negativity because that's what I like to do. I am almost personally offended by this. I know this this is quite a standard radio thing, right? A lot of people on the radio do this. It's rubbish when they're like, hey, pineapple on a pizza. Oh, you won't be- Oh, terrible. You are- That's unbelievable. I can't believe anybody likes pineapple on a pizza. And they do this whole fake outrage thing about pineapple on a pizza. Nobody really cares. Whatever. Eat pineapple, don't eat pineapple. I could not give to, you know. But I have been genuinely purposely- well, no, ge- genuinely offended by this suggestion. Not in like an, oh my god, can you believe it? Just in a, what they're doing kind of way. I saw, I don't know who's doing this. I don't know where it's happening. It might be Domino's. might be Domino's. I don't know if this is real or not. I might have just fallen for something that's like fake here. The more I think about it, the more I think it is fake. But I saw a suggestion that if you want pizza, but you don't want all the, you know, the calories and the bread and the carbs that you you know, get as part of a pizza, obviously, because it's made of bread. You could get a pizza, but on a base made of watermelon slices. So you've got the watermelon, and then you've got the tomato and the cheese on top. Now that... I'm not gonna, you know, pretend to be outraged by it. I just don't understand. It sounds disgusting. It sounds so wet, and... It would just taste horrible. Why would you have cheese and tomato and watermelon at the same time? It, just, it won't taste nice. I'm not going to judge you or pretend you're some kind of subhuman freak for wanting to eat it. I just... It, it, it doesn't sound nice. That's my thoughts on the matter. I, I don't know if it's real. I feel like I should double check. Maybe I've just fallen for a meme. But if that's a real thing, why? Who thought of it? And why have you unleashed that? And who's going to eat it? And who's going to like it? That's that's it. That's it. No fake outrage. Just confusion at that one. Watermelon-based pizza. No, thank you. On to more positive things, though. There's two things around the world. We've gone international today. It really is in the world. That I've been like, oh, that's cool. One of them, I learned a fact. And I like sharing facts with you. Just because they're, they're sometimes quite interesting. You can learn something new. In the country Taiwan, that that's right, I did say in the country Taiwan, come at me, they have bin lorries, as they do in most countries, except the bin lorries play a little jingle when they drive around, and the jingles, are, they're basically like the jingles you get in an ice cream van. You know when the ice cream van comes around and it plays a little song, it'll be like Popeye the Sailor Man or something. Um, the bin lorries in Taiwan do that to announce that they're coming. Because I, I saw a story from someone who was saying, oh yeah, I was in Taiwan, and I heard this little jingle, I was like, oh, brilliant, ice cream, and I went over, and it wasn't an ice cream van, it was a bin lorry, and I was really disappointed, and I thought, brilliant, that's so cool, and I think the idea is it's to encourage people to recycle or something. They hear the bin lorry coming, and they go, oh, time to recycle. But yeah, they play the little ice cream van jingles. Can I can I actually um, go on a little diversion? Is that allowed? It is, it is allowed, it's my show, I can do what I want. On a similar note to ice cream van jingles, I also learned here's another fact. It's illegal in the UK for an ice cream van to play its jingle for longer than 12 seconds at once. That is a fact. It's in law. It's in like the Ice Cream Vans Act 1996 or something. Don't quote me on that bit, but it is illegal to play it for longer than 12 seconds. So that that whole bin lorry ice cream van jingle thing, that is one of my favourite things in the world this week. I need to go and witness that one day. The other thing that's just made me laugh in a slightly more sick and unwholesome way is this cafe in Scotland. I'm not talking about the cafe that named itself after like a serial killer. It's not that one. It's a different cafe and they they sell a sandwich that they call the Peppa Pig sandwich and um, <laughs> the picture on their little chalkboard is two bits of bread with Peppa Pig in the middle and I think the implication is that it's a bacon sandwich and <laughs> I just found that funny in a slightly sick way because why would you why would you want to horrify and terrify children like that by telling them that their favorite kids tv character is going to be turned into a sandwich it's mean and it's horrible but because i'm a mean and horrible person occasionally i'm not mostly but i did find that a little bit funny 
Um, so that is <laughs> my favourite thing in the world this week, alongside the bin lorries playing ice cream van style jingles. Good. That is where we're at this week. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have. Coming up next, somebody doesn't want to spend time with me for a very weird reason, and I will tell you what that reason is after this new song from Ed Sheeran. This is a proper tearjerker, this. This is tearjerker Ed Sheeran. It's sad Ed Sheeran, so prepare yourself. Tissues out. This is Visiting Hours on Wizard Radio. Ed Sheeran, Visiting Hours on Wizard Radio. Nice and cheerful. Alec Feldman here. We've had some correspondence on the topic of watermelon-based pizza, which wasn't my intention to throw it out there, um, but I've just been informed that you can have feta cheese with watermelon, so maybe it's not completely ridiculous that you'd have, like, mozzarella on watermelon. Just just because people have it, it, it doesn't mean it tastes good. It just means some people are a bit weird. I don't know. I'm not sold, but whatever. Let's move on. Because I've sort of... I tried to make plans for someone this week because I've, I've not had a lot of free time recently and I've suddenly found myself with a bit more free time. I'm like, well, maybe I should actually, you know, see some people and make sure that I'm not just becoming a, a lonely loner <laughs> who never sees anyone or goes anywhere or does anything, you know. Two jabs deep, I'm ready. I'm ready to re-embrace the world. Um, so I tried to make a plan for someone. I was like, listen, I've, I've got loads of time next week. Do you want to do something during the ample free time? that I have because there's a lot of it and I want to fill it so I'm not really bored and shall I tell you what they came back with because I wasn't I wasn't expecting this reply I didn't think this was a thing people did but they said I may struggle it's Leeds Fest next week so I've got appointments for my hair and nails etc Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Monday Tuesday Wednesday were the days I was like do you want to do something I'll let you know if anything changes, though. What? So, so hang on. These entire, all of these days, the entirety of these three days, Monday to Wednesday, are off limits. They're blocked off because you're getting your hair and your nails done. That's kind of weird in the first place because I, d- I didn't think these things take that long, do they? Like haircuts, what, 20, 25 minutes? <laughs> Maybe not if you're a girl. If you're if you're a boy, yep, it's not very long. Nails again. You've only got 10 of them and they're tiny. You can do that in like 10 minutes, I bet. So, again, that's that's kind of weird. But also, the reason for the, the appointments happening is the one that really confused me. Because she said... I, I'll tell you who I'm talking about, by the way. This is, this is my friend who lives in Bolton. I call her a Boltonian girl because she's a girl from Bolton. Um, she's not that far away from me. And I've known her for ages. I've lived with her for a couple of years as well. And she's getting ready for Leeds Fest by having all these appointments done, like hair and nails, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The first half of the week is spent preparing for the festival that happens, what is it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Is this normal? I've never been to a music festival. One day I'd quite like to go, but I've never been so far. So you're telling me that people who go to festivals, they start, they start getting their like makeup and stuff done days in advance they get stuff done on the monday to be ready for the friday to go to a music festival is this 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 can't be a valid excuse can it <laughs> like really people do this because the, you go to a festival right they're, they're filthy there's mud everywhere there's crowd you get soaked in oh, who knows what and it's sweaty and it's messy and you don't shower why are people doing like hair and makeup and nails for this? I don't, I don't believe that that's that's the thing that happens. I, I just can't get my head around it. Do people really do that? They start getting prepared to go to a festival, literally at the start of the week, or am I just being fobbed off with an excuse so that she doesn't have to see me? It might be that, in fairness. But really, can anybody shed some light on this? Am I being fobbed off? Is this an excuse or? Is this genuinely what's happening? <laughs> Preparing for something five days in advance so that it'll just get ruined within a few hours of arriving. I don't know. Who knows what's going on? Maybe I am just being mugged off. Guess I'll never know. <laughs> I'll find out if I see it before the end of 2021, I suppose. Right, coming up next, we need to talk more about this this development with the website OnlyFans because that's another thing that's slightly confused. I'm very confused this week. The world is is a difficult and confusing place for me. 
but we'll discuss that in a minute. Lizzo first and Cardi B. This is rumors. Lizzo and Cardi B with rumors. This is Wizard Radio, and I'm Alec Feldman. Hello. So let's get stuck into this this OnlyFans thing. And OnlyFans is a website. You might have heard of it. You might not have done. It's a website where there are content creators and you have to pay them money for their content. I think that's the general principle of it. But it's sort of become associated with a certain type of content. I don't know if this was the original plan or not, but this is how it's kind of turned out. OnlyFans, when you hear the word OnlyFans, you think it's, it's, like, it's like adult content, isn't it? People pay money and they see whatever it is. I don't know. That's what everyone knows it for. It's like the punchline to jokes. It's like what people say they're going to do. They're like, oh, might as well start an OnlyFans. I'll make more money that way. And it's become properly synonymous with all that stuff. Which is why a lot of people were kind of confused yesterday when the company that owns it announced that they were going to have a crackdown on certain types of content. Namely, the type of content that OnlyFans is like famous for. You know, that stuff, the, the, the naughty stuff, the adult stuff. That feels a bit self-defeating. That's what a lot of people have been saying about it. They've been like, hang on. So you're saying OnlyFans. OnlyFans wants to crack down on on that. That's like McDonald's saying they're going to stop serving Big Macs. What are, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? That's an odd decision for them to make as a company. Because off the back of that, the company has become worth millions, possibly billions. It's like it's made that website, that company. And now they're saying, actually, we don't want to do that because it's kind of a bit seedy, isn't it? We want to be, like, reputable and nice and wholesome. So, basically, they're saying they're going to move away from all the, the naughty stuff that it's become so famous for. Okay, fine. If that's what they want to do, then good luck to them. But what should they What should it be used for instead? Because they've got this platform. They've got all the infrastructure. They've got a service where you can pay people money and then they can distribute their content to the people that have paid for it. That doesn't have to be for, for naughty stuff, does it? It could be for anything. And so, given that it could be for anything, what do you think it should be used for instead? I sort of want to throw it out to the people because I want to help them out. You know, if they want to move away from this, fine. But they need an alternative model in place. They can't just say we're going to get rid of all this stuff because that's like, well, that's all they're known for. So what could they be known for instead? You know, you pay some money, you get to see something, but what is it that you get to see? What could people be making that's paywalled? Do, do you think, like, the Times will end up on OnlyFans? I know that you have to, like, get a subscription for it at the moment, but what if they just get rid of their own paywall software, stick it on OnlyFans, and you'll be like, yeah, if you want to read the rest of this article, sign up to OnlyFans. That would be weird. What else? What else could be pay i don't know netflix Net, get rid of netflix put all of the movies and tv shows you want on only fans who needs it britbox now nah, only fans it, it could sort of become like that i can't see it happening necessarily but has anyone got any better ideas what can we use the power of only fans for now they want to get rid of all the the mucky adult stuff 07807 183 538 that is my phone number you can tweet at whiz radio you can slide into the instagram dms at whiz radio or on the emails get in touch with me on there station at wizardradio.co.uk i want some alternative uses for only fans if we're not going to be doing all these these dodgy things what can people use it for instead i say we like i'm an only fans creator i know i joked about it at the start of the show i'm actually not I wish I was because I'd probably be a lot richer, but I'm not. But what? Well, maybe I should become one. What could I do? I could send people very nice, wholesome messages. I could be a positive, uplifting, like, friend, mentor. That's what I could charge for. What do you think? 07807 183 538. Send me a message. Inspire me or the company as a whole. Coming up. Uh, Suburban and Bella Porch are now Baby Queen, U-shaped hole on Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Mediocre broadcasting since 2017. Wizard Radio playing Suburban and Bella Porch with Inferno and Baby Queen, U-shaped hole before that. Afternoon, it's Alec Feldman here. How are you? Playing in a bit, Youngblood and Holly Humberstone. Uh, but let's get back to 
the big topic of the day, let's talk OnlyFans. It's a website, it's used by a lot of adult content creators, the company that owns it are saying we don't want adult content creators anymore, we want, you know, we want wholesome vibes, family vibes, something everyone can watch together, we don't want any of that anymore, thank you very much, is what they're saying. So, I just want some suggestions, what, what can we use it for instead then? What's more wholesome than, you know, that? And Maxine says, I was thinking about this when the news broke the other day. I actually do have an idea for the future of OnlyFans. They should rebrand to be, wait for it, OnlyPans. And it could be a cooking and recipes website. Oh, Maxine, Maxine, genius. Well done. You're, you're my favourite text today. We've only had one so far. Oh, two actually, about the, the pizza. You are my favourite text we've had so far today. Well done. You're a genius. Congratulations. You've, you've won. There's no prize, but you have won. So, well, well done. Come, let's, hear, let's hear some more then. Uh, should we run to OnlyPans? It could be a cooking and recipes website. You sign up to different chefs on there. You get recipes from them and instructional videos and reviews and recommendations for new saucepans and all of that kind of stuff. You could subscribe to Nigella Lawson's OnlyPans, which you know there would be a lot of demand for, or Gordon Ramsay's OnlyPans, if that's more your thing. I see a big future for OnlyPans. Oh, Mac, you know what, Maxine? Have another round of applause, because that's really good. Well done to you. Although, I'm not sure Gordon Ramsay would really be allowed on this, this new version of OnlyFans, because they're trying to keep it, you know, PG. Gordon Ramsay is not PG, so I don't think he's got a future on OnlyPans. But Nigella, what a great shout. You're a genius. I think that's brilliant. Well done, Maxine, once again, for being the best listener today. Sorry to everyone else. Uh, Dom is texting. OnlyFans basically just going to become like Cameo, but on steroids. So you can pay Z-listers for personalised videos and see videos of them doing things that nobody cares about. You know, you could pay someone from the TV show Lizzie McGuire £2 a month and see videos of him hanging out um, some washing on his washing line or hanging out with another washed-up Z-lister. Imagine how interesting that lineup could be. Former Disney stars, Nickelodeon stars, YouTubers from the past and more. Oh, yeah. Who could we, we could watch um, what Charlie off of Charlie Bit My Fingers up to. He could start <laughs> an OnlyFans. Or Tezonde from Chocolate Rain. If we want to go back to the sort of the early days of viral videos on YouTube, yes. I for one would love to pay money to washed up content creators and people from the telly in the past. I think there's a big market for that. That's what's gonna take OnlyFans, you know, to the next level in its growth. I can see it. Genius. Uh, Zara. So do you know how Facebook kind of died when all of our parents started using it? Mm-hmm. Well, not mine, but yeah, other people's for sure. I think the same is going to happen with OnlyFans. <laughs> our mums will be using it as a way for people to subscribe to the family newsletter. Friends and family will pay a pound a month to get exclusive updates about what your family is up to. Sister got a pass in a clarinet exam. Your brother's going to summer camp this year, so on. It will lead to the iconic phrase, Oh, mum's updating the OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Imagine. Here's the thing with that, though. Does anybody want those family update emails? I don't think anybody does. Like, I remember doing a thing on the show a while back when people send out those things at the end of the year, what they're called, round robins. It's like, who's asked for this? Nobody's asked you to do this. You've just done it off your own back, telling us all this irrelevant information. You know, the ones who do it as well are the ones that, you, like, you wouldn't know any of this stuff about otherwise because you don't really see them or speak to them at all. So why would anybody pay money to receive that? I just don't believe that they would. But, you know, far from me to question the wisdom of the people who own OnlyFans, if they want to set it up as a, a platform for people sending out family newsletters, then go for it. Be my absolute guests. Good luck with that one. I can't see it working out. I would I would pay money to not receive some of those new newsletters, to be completely honest. I don't think anybody would pay money to get them, but fine, whatever. You do you. Good luck. And uh, Adam's been on as well. Is OnlyFans just banning pictures and videos that are a bit explicit, or does it count for audio as well? I've got an idea. People could subscribe to my OnlyFans... And it'd just be me doing, like, sexy whispering and ASMR stuff. I could eat a cucumber. I could peel a banana or other similar fruit and veg-based sounds. Don't know if that'd be banned, though. Mm, it's 
It's a good question. Can't answer it, mate. Maybe, but that, I don't know. It's a good shout. So it could just be like audio-based explicit images. That that's a, that'd be new. Like the radio. You know how there are there are dodgy channels on the telly. There aren't dodgy radio stations, are there? Maybe <laughs> maybe that's an area of growth. Audiobook podcasts. I mean, you've given me a whole new line of thought there. That's fascinating. Anyway. <laughs> Some good ideas there. I hope that they make a success of this big experiment to clean up OnlyFans. Good luck with that one. Thank you for your messages. They've been very funny. Coming up in a second, I need to update you on a crime. It involves a phone box. But first, this is Young Blood and <laughs> Young Young Blood and Fleabag with Radio, and that was Young Blood and Fleabag, or Young Blag, as I nearly called him earlier on. It's Alec Feldman. Hello. How's it going? So I have read about a theft. I love a crime story. I don't know why. They just always kind of make me laugh, especially when it's, it's like a really sleepy town and it's a really random thing that's been stolen. I love stories like that. And I've seen another one. Uh, and this time, it's about a phone box. And somebody's stolen a phone box. They've nicked it, which is an unusual thing to nick. But they have. It's from a little sleepy Cheshire village because, of course, it is. You know, oh, nothing ever happens around here until, boom, somebody steals a phone box. And it's the talk of the town for weeks. I wonder whether it was um, Handforth. Do you remember the Jackie Weaver of Handforth Parish Council fame? And You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. Um, that's in Cheshire. Do you think this has been stolen from Cheshire? Oh, no, I've just, I've just read, sorry, no, it's not from Handforth Parish Council. It's been stolen from Chelford Parish Council. I'm sure Jackie Weaver also has authority there. But it was in somebody's garden. It wasn't even, like, on the street. It was somebody's, like, front or back garden. And what happened is... It, it, this is, like, a proper high-end theft. This is not a chancer. This is not some opportunity thief. This is planned. They had a digger. They had a digger and a skip, as well as a Ford Transit van, to complete this, this high-value robbery. And they, they showed up with their, their van and their skip and a digger. And I guess they, they dug it up to get it, you know, out of the ground. And then, this is possibly my favourite detail of the story. They saw just a random person. And because they dug up this phone box and, like, unplugged it from the grid, there were obviously loads of electric cables that were just exposed because they've, like, ripped it out of the ground. And obviously, you know, you've got to be a responsible thief. You can't just leave live electricity cables lying around. So they got a random person off the street. Like, hey, mate, mate, come here. Just do us a favour for a minute. Just watch over these cables, right? We'll be back in a minute. Just keep an eye on them for us. Make sure they're safe. And we'll be back soon. And then oh, off they went. They never came back. And I could so see myself being that member of the public. You know, I always like to help people out if they ask me. I don't like ignoring people or being mean and so I could totally see myself being the person who, when asked to keep an eye on those live electricity cables for a few minutes, being like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Whilst I literally watch them drive off with this phone box they've stolen. Meanwhile, I'm just waiting there going, oh yeah, they'll be back in a minute. They'll be back in a minute. Oh, no, no, they're coming back. They're coming back. I'm just guarding it. They'll be back. And then, you know, six hours later, they haven't come back. And I'm still standing there going, they'll be back any second. I'm sure of it. And obviously... They never came back, so <laughs> I love that detail of the story. Um, and just the fact that they they dug it up and stuff. How do you steal a phone box without anyone noticing? They're huge. They're massive. It's one of these like old school red ones, you know, like the stereotypical British phone box. Not only did they steal it in broad daylight without being caught, they they involved someone else from the public who had no idea that they were stealing it. This, this just proves that you can get away with anything. If you've got all the gear, if you've got like a digger, if you've got high-vis vests, people will not question you. They'll just go along with it. They'll just be like, oh yeah, of course, they must, they must be here with permission. And that's how phone boxes get nicked. You can't really hide a phone box, can you? It's like, it's big. <laughs> and if they know the phone box has gone missing, if you see someone down the pub, he's going, hey, buddy, buddy, psst, do you want to buy a phone box? You know where it's come from. <laughs> so I don't really know what they hope to achieve, but... If anybody near you has suddenly acquired a new phone box in their back garden that wasn't there the other day, might have been nicked from this sleepy Cheshire village. Who knows? There is, I suppose, another solution. It might not actually have been stolen at all. I know all this this stuff about the digger and stuff. Has anybody considered maybe it just 
dematerialised and it's, it's travelling in time. I don't know. Just a thought. Just a potential alternative. But if you do see a phone box, probably nicked. I don't know. Call the police from the phone box. That'll mess with them. Anyway, what's going on? It's coming up in a second. First, this is Please Don't Leave Just Yet by Holly Humberstone on Wizard Radio. Please Don't Leave Just Yet. Holly Humberstone on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Afternoon. How are you? Hi, Paul is good. After four, I have a game for you, which might be good, it might be rubbish. That's always a good way of selling things, I think. So, don't go anywhere. First, though, a game of a different kind. It's time to play What's Going On? Every week, just before four o'clock, I like to play you a very confusing clip and leave it to you to work out what is actually happening. Um, it kind of involves imagination and creativity and kind of filling in the blanks you know thinking outside of the box it won't give anything away you have to construct the story yourself because otherwise it just doesn't make any sense and so i play the clip a couple of times you get to hear it and get a feel for it and then your job is to tell me what is actually happening what you think if there was a video what would the video be showing it's quite difficult nobody ever gets it right but that's fine don't expect it. Excuse me. So, let's hear it for the first time today's clip on what's going on. You're gonna hear Camille. <laughs> Is it ever possible that it just stops? <laughs> so, there we have it. American girls. That is what I'm hearing. My immediate response to that is, ah, they're American girls. There's a few other, there's like some laughter, there's some screams, there's a bit of talking. I can only sort of half make out what they're saying. I think at one point one of them says like, do you think it ever like stops? And yeah, that's kind of all there is. Oh, and there's a big, a big bang as well, like a big boom near the start. That's all you've got to go off today. (laughs) What on earth could be going on there if you've got any ideas? You know where to find me. 07807-183538 at WizRadio on Twitter and Instagram. Station at wizardradio.co.uk on the emails. You just need to try and work out what you think is happening in this clip right here. that then is it ever possible that it just stops <laughs> all that those kind of vibes what is going on there if you have the answer get in touch send me a message with your suggestions 07807 183 538 station at uk. that is where you can find me send in your ideas your suggestions your guesses i'll tell you whether you're right before the end of the show at five o'clock that is what's going on for this week best of luck Coming up, I'll play Little Mix and I'll play Maniskin and this game coming up called Guess the Metro, which is exactly what it sounds like. That's all on the way. We'll do that after the news. It's nearly four o'clock. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. One of my favorite Little Mix songs, shout out to my ex on Wizard Radio. Why am I playing that? Because... They were 10 years old this week. They are now 10 years and two days old. So happy birthday to them. I'll say I played a bit of them on the weekly mixtape, which is my Friday show, by the way. Friday 3 pm, if you've never heard it before. And like I said, Little Mix are good, aren't they? They're just one of those bands that are just really consistently good. There's not a bad Little Mix song. They just do their thing and they do it well, and I really like that. So that was a shout out to my ex. Happy birthday to them. Man of Skin was before it with I Wanna Be Your Slave. And music is coming up in the next give or take 20 minutes from Nina Nesbitt and Pink Pantheress and Nessa Barrett as well. But first, I promised you a game I always like to deliver. I have a game this week about trains. Do you like trains? I know there are some people in the world who are like, they're they're very passionate about trains. Love them. Can't get enough of them. And I learnt this, I guess, again this week. I just saw this article come up. I've started following this account on Twitter. It's quite cool. It's called Open Culture. 
and they just post lots of links to things that they find kind of vaguely interesting. It's like loads of random stuff, archive stuff, whatever. And one of the things they posted was a link to a YouTube video called Train and Subway Sounds from Around the World. And there was this guy, he's like dedicated his life to going on the different subway systems of the world and just recording little bits and sampling what they sound like when the doors open and close. Some people might say that's a little bit sad, but you know what? Everybody needs hobbies and it's it's like you can travel without actually travelling. Genuinely, when I do go on holiday, I'm, I'm weird, right? When I go on holiday, I really enjoy doing the really mundane things that are just slightly different. So I love getting to grips with foreign public transport. I love going to the foreign supermarkets. All the stuff that you just do in your day-to-day life. When you do it on holiday, it's just fun because it's slightly different and it's kind of novel. So it's like you get to travel without actually travelling the world. And they have all these, these sounds of the train doors shutting from subway systems across the globe. How well do you know your global subway systems though? Are you a mass transit fan? Or do you find yourself severely lacking in that department? We are going to put you to the test right now in our game, Guess the Metro! Where you just have to to guess the metro based on the sound it makes when the doors close. I don't know if this is fun or not, to be honest, but I, I think it's a kind of a fun little game. You get to hear some cute little noises and feel like you're traveling the world. So how it works, if you haven't worked it out based on everything I've just said, it's very simple. I'm going to play you the sound it makes when the doors shut on a foreign public transport system. Oh my god, what am I doing? All you have to do is tell me which city the public transport system is based in. What a fun game for us all. And you know it wouldn't be a game on this show without me forcing James Gilmore to play it. So here he is again. Hello. You know what? Last what? week, we really found, I think, my niche we did, in the we? exam or medical examination game. That was a real high point. I do not love public transport. I'm you when I adore it. No, I mean, like, I like the London Underground. I don't go on buses. Do you know what I mean? I, when I <laughs> go I to a, when I go to a new city or a new country, I try to avoid the public transport. It's confusing. No. That's half the fun. No, it's confusing. You get lost. You can end up dead. So this is really not my area of expertise at all. Okay, well, I'm expecting a low-scoring game this time around. Then. Yeah. Um, but we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go and we'll see where we end up. Uh, let's hear the first public transport door-closing noise. door-closing Now that is interesting. Do-do-do-do. It's like an instruction, isn't it? Now. Very assertive. It's an English-speaking country. Correct. Um, and I think it's... An, um, I think it's in America. It is I an think American, that was an American accent. It is an American accent. Very, very I, kind of sassy almost. Well, I didn't think it was sassy. Did you not? You see, here's where I'm torn. To me, that feels quite LA. Oh, right. But LA doesn't have public transport. <laughs> so, I've been on the, the New York subway. I don't remember that. I, I seem to think the, the New York subway is a male voice. Hmm. But I'm going to say New York because that's the only place that I know that has a subway in America. That's a good guess. It's not a correct guess, but oh. it is in America. It's even on the east coast of America. Florida? It's... No, is, is that that's not on the east coast, is it? Yeah, well, the know. the southeast. All oh, right. Well, it's not it's not Florida either. It is Washington D.C. Oh, there's no else. That is the subway that. that President Biden gets when he's traveling around doing terrible things. Okay. Well, um, all right. I don't know how you thought I was going to know that, but well, shall we keep? Can we keep this game moving? Yeah, you might surprise me. Let's have the next yeah. one. Here's the next one. Oh, I mean, can I play that again? That was so short. Yeah, go on. Okay, now that sounds like the underground, but I, I think I could hear a little bit of talking at the start of it, and it didn't mm. sound like it was English. 
So what are you going to go with? Somewhere European. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love a maybe, European mass transit system. Maybe France? Yeah. You think French? Yeah. Oh, James, you should have gone with your gut. That was the Jubilee line on the tube. Oh, no! Yeah! Oh, I knew that. I know the doors on the ju Jubilee line swoosh in. That's how I, I grew up with it. those doors. Oh, those but it the didn't doors sound that made like me. an English. It didn't sound English. Yeah, it was what it was. I cut off the start of it, but it's the woman saying, "This train terminates at Stratford." Oh. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, Shall we move right. on? Let's move on. Next one, please. Okay. Oh, That's quite God. Aggressive. It's angry, that. It's Germany. <laughs> You're wrong again. No! Zero out of three. Oh that one God. actually was New York. What? I know. Oh New Yorkers God. are rude, aren't they? That's their thing. Yeah, well, I guess so. I don't want to yeah. say that, but... Um, okay, what, let's get to number four. Number four, please. That's the what, Bakerloo the line. You think? Yeah. You've got the city right, but you've got the wrong line. What? No! That's the Bakerloo line! Well, it's not the Bakerloo line. What is it? It's the DLR! Oh, shut up! No, I was going... <laughs> I was going by the, um... The noise of the... The scrape? The scrape. The Bakerloo line scrapes. I mean, it does. I don't know how it's still going, but no, no. it was the DLR. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. right. Shall we do Next round one. five? Round five, please. <laughs> that Ooh, is... A little toot there. Yeah, that is... An, a railway train. You think? Well, like old school? I Steam. reckon that is... Um, Europe. I mean, uh, in many ways, yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, like, Denmark. Oh, I, I do love a bit of Danish public transport, but you're wrong. It's oh. not... It's, it's close to home. That's the UK. It's not even a steam train. That noise was the sound of the Manchester Metrolink trams. Okay. This is... Yeah. That was misleading, because that's a tram. We never said tram. Well, you said mass transit system, really. Fine. I mean, I mean, okay. Fine. But let's, let's get let's get this one. Number six. Spain. Spain. You just going with Spain? Just going with Spain. Straight up Spain. Spain. Oh, you've got zero points, I'm afraid. Because oh! that that was actually Tokyo. Oh, I mean, look, I got a C in my Spanish GCSE. What can you expect from me? <laughs> Fair enough. I do actually have one more for you, a little a surprise one, okay? What okay. do you think this is? <laughs> Any ideas? Is that, um... You know when you're a little child and you go mm -hmm. on the little model railway? You know what? I'll actually give that one to you. That is that is a, a like a real-life version of Thomas the Tank Engine that you can ride. There we go. So well done. You've got oh, one point. Yay! One Woo! out of seven. An all-time low. I know. And that was the very popular and fun game, Guess the Metro, only on Wizard Radio. Because who else would put that out? I don't know. Right, <laughs> coming up next. Would you like some alpaca news? I've got some for you. After Nina Nesbitt's Summer Fling. Nina Nesbitt and Summer Fling. It's Wizard Radio. <laughs> should we should we just move on from that game of Guess the Metro? Yeah, I think it's probably best for all involved. Moving on to alpacas. This story just won't go away. It's been fascinating me for weeks. I first talked about it probably about three weeks ago. There's this alpaca called Geronimo that has tested positive for bovine tuberculosis. And that means basically by law it has to be killed. Those are the laws. I don't know. That's how it is in the UK. But for whatever reason, the owner of Geronimo has been saying, no, the tests are wrong, the tests are wrong, it's a perfectly healthy animal, it's survived like four years, it does not need to be put down, and she's been in this massive legal battle with the government, like, Keir Starmer's spoken about it, the Environment Secretary's spoken about it, there's a petition, there were, there were literally protests 
in London to save the life of this alpaca called Geronimo. This is what happens when there's no news in August and alpaca becomes world famous. But anyway, all this has been going on for quite a while now. And I mean, the alpaca is still alive. I thought I thought this would probably be its week, but no, it's it's another Saturday. And Geronimo has once again survived. I suspect the end might be near. There was a court hearing this week where the owner lost. And basically because of that, the government now has a warrant. So basically any time after 4.30 last uh, Thursday, the government is now able to enter that farm and, I mean, put Geronimo to, to sleep. So it looks like the end is nigh. But basically there's like a deadline. There's a big deadline. They decided they weren't going to come and enforce it until five o'clock on Friday. And they want to give the owner of Geronimo the chance to, to do it herself. But the owner of Geronimo is saying, well, no, I'm not going to do it myself. I don't want to. I don't think this should be happening. If you want it done, then you come do it. And it's almost a bit of a stalemate because the government and the, you know, the Department for Rural Affairs or whatever it's called, they don't want to come and kill Geronimo but the owner obviously isn't going to and says well if you want him dead then you come do it and it's like well who's going to blink first but they could come at any time as I understand it and you know that'll be that but it's just it's just not happened yet and there's all these things that the owner's doing to sort of try and make it more difficult she's saying well I'm not I'm not going to break the law but I am going to put a CCTV camera above his pen which is constantly live streaming. So if you dare come and kill Geronimo, it will be broadcast to the internet. Which is, I don't think it's very nice, really. That's a bit, a bit brutal to do a live stream of Alpaca Watch. It could be put to death at any minute. That's a bit odd. But that's what's happening. There's a live stream of the Alpaca. And there's a group of people who have dedicated themselves to be a human shield. So they're going to show up at the farm and just stand around Geronimo the alpaca and try and stop anybody getting to him to to kill him. So this is getting to become a bit of a standoff here. I'm looking at this picture of of the human shield. They've got they've got signs. Somebody says they're they're the alpaca liberation front. I mean, what, this is getting silly now. Are, are, there, are we going to have alpaca-based terrorism in the future? Is this what's going on here? They're going to become like freedom fighters for alpacas. I, I don't I don't know about that. Someone else? I mean, I think this is a bit... I don't know. This is a bit tasteless, I think. Somebody's sign says alpaca live. Not like, no. Get a grip a little bit. But here we are. They're forming their human shield. They're live streaming. They're just waiting to see what happens. I mean, when when where does it end? Is Are they just going to not bother? And I mean, I think, you know what? That is how it's going to end, isn't it? There will never be a moment where the government comes to put this alpaca down. They'll they'll just keep threatening to do it and then it won't actually. And then it'll just die of natural causes before... I think that's that's the logical end point of this. But there's your alpaca update for this week. It's still alive. Human shield. Live stream. Who knows where we'll be this time next week. I'll let you know, obviously. But for now, that's all I've got for you. Speaking of, speaking of animals, this is Pink Pantheress. Just for me on Wizard Radio. Coming up next terrifying story that was pink panthress just for me on wizard radio i like that it's like garagey vibes like craig david back in 1999 i will never say no to that okay are you ready to be absolutely horrified by a very very spooky scary story here goes do you ever have those dreams where you're dreaming and you're asleep but in the dream you're awake and you can just sense there's like a presence in your room you, you know you, just, you can just feel it you're like there's someone in here and you can you can feel it you can't see them because you're like asleep but you can feel it and you're like oh my god there's someone in my room they're walking around there's someone right here they're like standing over me and it's really quite scary and then in the dream usually what happens is you try to like scream or say something or like wake up to to talk to them but you just, you just can't you find you can't move you can't say anything you're just you're feeling their presence but there's nothing you can do about it it's, it's quite scary right i had that the other night i was lying in bed and i was like 
sort of half asleep, half awake, and I was like, there's someone in here. I can feel it. There's someone in this room right now. Oh my God, there's someone in the room. And I was like, I need to like say something. I need to do something. So I like sat bolt upright in bed and opened my eyes. And there actually was someone in my room. There was someone there. I could just see this outline in the dark of someone walking around my bedroom. And I was like, oh my God, am I dreaming? Am I sleeping? What's happening here? This must be a dream, right? And you know, when, when you get to that point in the dream, you're like, I need to say something. You want to scream at them. And you're like, okay, I need to summon the energy to, to like scream at them. Except I actually, I actually did because this was actually happening. This was real. There was actually someone in my room and I was like, I need to say something. And in that weird situation where you wake up and there's someone in your room and that's terrifying, that's horrifying. You can just see their outline moving around and you're like, hang on, this isn't a dream. This is real. Oh my God. Oh my God. And you panic a little bit. And you're like, what do I say? What do I do? And in my panic, you got sort of like fight or flight instincts kicking in. The only thing I could think of to, to shout at this, this person, this intruder who was in my bedroom in the middle of the night, I just went, cough. You know, I, I censored a word there, but that all I could think of to say was like, off. I like yelled it at them and they like jumped and they're like, <gasps> and they turned around and I realized it was my housemate. And I was like, so, what? I was like rubbing my eyes because I couldn't quite believe it. I was thinking like, why are you in my room in the middle of the night? And he was like, I can't remember what, even remember what he was on about. But he was like, why are you here? And he was like, I'm just checking out your room for, for next week. And I was like, what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? And he was like, uh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And he was like backing out and he seemed confused and I was really confused. And he was like walking out and closing the door on himself. And I was just sit there like, what on earth has just happened? Why is why is my housemate wandering around my bedroom at half two in the morning? That's not normal behaviour. And I just sort of... It took me a while to get back to sleep after that, but I went back to sleep, whatever. And we were trying to work out what was going on the next day. We have two theories. He, he woke up, right, the next day to find his finger completely messed up. His little pinky finger. Like, there was blood everywhere. The nail was, like, sticking out. And he was like, I think I must have been coming into your room to get to see if he had a plaster or something. I didn't realize how late it was. Because his finger was like absolutely ruined. Like he literally had to go to A&E. He thought he'd broken it. Um, and they like popped his fingernail back in. So at first I felt really bad because I was like, oh no, I've shouted at him and been really mean in the middle of the night. All he wanted was a plaster. But then it sort of, we were like, hang on a minute, but I don't think you were bleeding when you came in like you were fine weren't you surely you would have been in more pain because he was in massive pain the next day he was like yeah you know what i think i would have done and so we've kind of come to conclusion that he must have been sleepwalking and maybe he injured his finger while sleepwalking but at the time he came into my room he hadn't injured it so he was literally just going for a wander around our flat in the middle of the night and he just fancied coming into my room while sleepwalking that was, but it was scary. It was really, really creepy because it was like it was a dream, except it was actually happening. It was real. And we were both as confused by it as each other. So, I mean, what a way to find out your housemate's sleepwalk. My God. So, I want to ask you this afternoon, have you got a story that beats that? What is the weirdest thing that has ever happened whilst you've been asleep? Now, I don't want stories about your dreams here. Dream stories, I don't think are that interesting. They're only interesting when it's real life. So what's the weirdest thing that's happened whilst you've been asleep? If you have a story to top that, my phone number is 07807 183 538. Send me a text right now. Go on. 07807 183 538 was the weirdest thing that's ever happened whilst you've been asleep. You can tweet me as well, at WizRadio, Instagram, at WizRadio on there or on the emails. Station at wizardradio.co.uk with your stories about weird, spooky goings-on in your sleep. What a way to find out. Should have thrown something at him. <laughs> Actually, no, I shouldn't. That would have been mean. Anyway, coming up in a second, I've got Nessa Barrett for you. Do you know much about Nessa Barrett? She's quite new to the, the world of pop music, so I've done a bit of digging, done some research for you, condensed all of that research into a Alex totally 60 seconds. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60-second guide. Nessa Barrett, better known as simply Nessa, is one of the main characters in the TV series Gavin and Stacey. She lives on Barry Island and is very good friends with the lead character, Stacey. She's famous for her catchphrase. Oh, what's occurring? 
In the show, Nessa has the questionable honour of being the character who ultimately gets together with James Corden. But in real life, she's gone to great lengths to distance herself from the Late Late Show host. She said in the past, I can't stand that James Corden idiot, I hope he never comes back to the UK. And I never liked him anyway, the smug t- You fill in the blank. It's even rumoured that James Corden is the subject of this song called I Hope You're Miserable Until You're Dead. Nessa's singing career began in her local pub in Barry, where she performed to a crowd that was so intoxicated and uninterested, they'd throw money at her just to get her to shut up. She's taken this lesson forward and now releases music to the world, in the hope that people will pay her to stop. And that's Nessa Barrett in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy with Stay. It's Wizard Radio on a Saturday afternoon, and I'm Alec Feldman. Thanks for hanging out. We do this every every Saturday, so nice one for checking me out. Miles Bukowski's here at 5 o'clock. I'll play you Lil Huddy before then. And I told you the horrifying story from last weekend where I woke up in the middle of the night to find somebody wandering around my bedroom. And it turned out it was my housemate. But in the heat of the moment, I didn't realise it was him. All I could think of was to yell at him, cough! But with another word before that that I can't say because it's, it's rude, isn't it? And uh, Dylan sent a text. I can relate to you on this one, Alec. Good, good. Uh, my younger brother used to sleepwalk when he was really young. It was very scary because, like, what, you know, what if he hurt himself? So what we'd have to do is make sure we didn't leave anything dangerous out overnight. We had a baby gate installed as well so he didn't fall down the stairs. But one night, I woke up in the middle of the night to find him standing over me, holding a large plastic sword as if he was about to kill me. In the back of my head, I knew it was a plastic sword, but my brain didn't catch up quickly enough. I was convinced that he was about to kill me and I was going to meet a gruesome end. I've never pushed someone faster. And I ran away. Wow. Because here's the thing. When you've just woken up, you are confused. Especially when you haven't, you've like woken up unexpectedly. You're kind of like, what, what? Huh? You're in like panic mode. You're in fight or flight mode. You you do just want to get out of the situation as quickly as possible. And do like everything you can to end it. The situation, I mean. Like the adrenaline's just pumping. And you're like, ah, get out, get out of my way. Move, move, move. And that's, that's exactly what you did. Where did he get the sword from? Was he really sleepwalking? Or was he just making that up and he was actually doing it for a laugh? Because, like, what are the chances that he would sleepwalk and just happen to find a plastic sword and just happen to come and stand above your bed with the plastic sword and threaten to decapitate you? Like, people, that doesn't... What are the chances? I just think there's too many coincidences there. And he was actually just messing with you and blaming it on the sleepwalking. But actually, it totally wasn't. Erin has been on. We had a flood in my house once when I was younger. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, the kitchen flooded, she says, because there was a leak in the bathroom, which is above the kitchen. The weirdest thing, though, was that I dreamt that night that I was stuck in a flood. Then I woke up and I heard water leaking and I was so confused. I got out of bed, I followed the noise, and the kitchen was basically underwater. That was pretty scary. Oh, man. Erin, that must have been <laughs> really <laughs> genuinely quite awful. But also... What are the again? What are the chances? Do you think you were dreaming about being stuck in a flood because you could hear the water dripping, and that was feeding into your subconscious and making you think that there was like because you could hear the water, it was in the dream, but it was also in real life. So it was like a kind of feedback loop on itself. I think that's a possibility. I don't know a lot about sleep or dreams, but I think that could have been the case. I'm afraid. I would love to hear these terrifying horrifying weird sleep stories all afternoon but i've run out of time because i talked for too long i'm sorry we must move on to other things we'll do what's going on in a second that is coming up we'll find out what was happening in that mystery clip i played you but before that let's play machine gun kelly and paper cuts on wizard radio machine gun kelly on wizard radio alec feldman here miles is on in 10 minutes but we have just enough time to conclude our game of this. What's going on? So before the news at 4pm, you heard a clip that I played you that I found on the internet. I ripped it completely from all context. The context was gone and you basically had to put it back in and have a guess based purely on what you were hearing to tell me, you know, what was happening. So let's have another listen to that and we can remind ourselves. You're gonna hit the 
So an American girl special. You can clearly make out that <laughs> quite unique tone with the the laughing and the like the screaming and the giggling. There's a girl who at one point goes, Do you think it's possible for it to just like stop or something along those lines? But what what's she talking about? What could stop? What are they laughing at? What are they screaming at? Does anybody have any guesses for what on earth is going on there? I hope so, because that is the purpose of the feature. Let's see who we've got today. Charlie, we've got. This might sound a bit weird. I think this is a group of people playing dodgeball against a machine. I have my reasons. The bang at the start of the clip sounds like a ball bouncing really close to the microphone. The girl who says, is it possible that it just stops, is asking if the machine ever stops throwing the dodgeballs at the people, or if it just does that on and on, in perpetuity, forever. The screaming and the shouting of people, people being hit by dodgeballs, obviously, it makes complete sense when you think about it. You know what, it actually it kind of does, to be honest. It does make sense when you think about it. But that's not, that's not the answer, although... Bonus points for suggesting they're playing a game, and that game involves balls, because it does. So, well done for working that out. The, 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 sort of the bang at the start is a ball hitting something. Not necessarily bouncing, but it's hitting something. So, you're not a million miles away there, Charlie. Very well played, very well played, thank you. Tyler. The thing that really stood out to me about this clip is that it sounds really echoey in the background. I think it's an indoor water park or a soft play area. But for some reason, I think it's specifically a birthday party at a soft play centre for fully grown adults, not small kids. Even more specifically, the clip is of a total wipeout style assault course at one of these soft play areas with all the boxing gloves punching outwards and swirling things, trying to trip you up and all that other stuff. It explains the screaming and the shouting. It explains why it's echoey, it explains why there's a girl asking if it ever stops, because she's asking if the assault course stops, this must be it. Again, I love this guess. This is such a good guess. It's so well thought through, so well done to you, Tyler. Unfortunately for you, it's also a wrong guess, but it is well thought through. The bit about the echo picking up on that is very interesting. It's not necessarily a soft player. I mean, thinking about things from like a sound perspective, if it was a soft play area, surely it would be the opposite of echoey. It'd be all, like, insulated. It would sound really good because of all the padding. But I see where you're coming from. It's not like that. It is some kind of... What can we call it? Like a leisure facility. It's not a soft play. It's not an indoor water park. But it is, like, a leisure-type facility where you might go on your birthday, actually. But there aren't any, like, spinning... What do you call them? What would you call them? Like, poles that can crash into you and try and trip you up. None of that. But it's a nice guess. It's a nice guess. Tragically incorrect. Scarlet. This is fun, she says. I'm glad I'm glad somebody thinks, though. Um, this is a video of American girl at a water park. There are loads of sounds of other people having fun in the background. The girl who asks, is it ever possible that just stops, is asking about a waterfall. Because waterfalls just like they go on and on and on and on with water. But could they just stop? That is the big question. There are sounds of people on water slides, people in the wave pool, all that stuff. A nice fun day at the water park. Is there, is, are people hearing water? Because I'm not hearing water in that. Because Tyler thought it was a water park. Scarlet thought it was a water park. It's not a water park. You're wrong. I'm sorry. But again, a very good guess. I like that you're picking up on all the little subtle background clues. The people in the background having fun and having a nice time. I think people would be having fun and having a nice time in this place, actually. Even though it's not a water park. It is a good place. But there's no wave pool. I wish there was a wave pool. No, you are wrong, Scarlet. Tyler, you're wrong. Charlie, you're wrong. But you're all sort of... I feel like you're tepid. You're all a bit close. You know it's like a leisure place. Like, you know those places you have an out-of-town retail park sometimes? You'll have, like, a leisure park. You'll have a swimming pool. You'll have an ice rink. You'll have a Frankie and Benny's. There'll be a cinema, all of that. It's, it's kind of like one of those places, except it's not a water park or a soft play center. It is, in fact, a bowling alley. That's right. This is what's going on today. Is taking place at a bowling alley. What you heard was not like a ball bouncing off something. It was a really heavy bowling ball hitting the ground. Well, not the ground. The, like, you know, the alley when she throws it. And basically, the girl is closing her eyes and spinning around. And she just releases the ball in the vague hope that it goes in the right direction. It lands on the, the like, the alley. It comes really close to falling into the galley. It, like, goes right up to the edge. And that's when the girl's like, ah! But then... It curves back in 
and it doesn't go down the side and it actually keeps going really really slowly and it knocks over all of the skittles that were left so that is quite impressive and that's what everyone's sort of laughing and screaming at and the girl who wants to go is it ever possible that it just stops wants to know if it's possible for a bowling ball to just stop midway through can confirm having been bowling a few times in my life that I have seen a bowling ball just stop in the middle and I've seen someone like run on to <laughs> to kick it to get it to keep going which I feel like is probably very dangerous and you shouldn't do that because those things are very slippy but I wouldn't advise it but just so you know it can happen and there are things that can be done about it and that is what's going on for this week thank you so much for getting involved with that and actually everything we've done today I've had a lot of fun today I loved your stories about things that happen in the middle of the night and I loved earlier on if you're listening we did a thing about what we should use OnlyFans for I loved your message for that so all in all you've really pulled your weight today well done everyone give yourself a little pat on the back I've had a lovely time I hope you have as well should we do it again next week yeah yeah put it put it in the diary let's do this again next week Saturday 3 till 5 p.m block it off don't make any plans listen to me instead or get the podcast called Alec Feldman the podcast I'm out here. Have a lovely Saturday evening. Miles Wikorski is coming up in a second and we'll get this on first. Lil Huddy, Ian Dior, Tyson Ritter, Travis Barker. This is Don't Freak Out on Wizard Radio. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.